So President Cyril Ramaphosa, Matramela, hi, Matamela, Matramela, say it. Matramela. Matramela, and I is expected to announce a cabinet reshuffle, uh, reshuffle uh, which will include a new electricity minister, that will be me, and a new deputy <laughs> president <laughs> to replace <laughs> David Mabuza. It's me again. Let's speak to you, Professor Zule Tuchalobe, political analyst. Good afternoon to you, Professor. Good afternoon, Graflin. Good to have you on the show, Professor. Hope, um, hope your weekend is is on level number three. <laughs> I hope, I hope so too, and I hope yours will too. No, mine is on four. Thank you very much. Welcome to the show. Yes. Thank you, thank you. So, so, Professor, which departments, in your view, require urgent attention and should be reshuffled? Uh, the most important one is energy. Um, ah, and yes. that's because that's the one thing that affects um, um, everybody. Um, and uh, the most important thing about it is that it's the one thing that has had the most negative impact mm. on the whole country as a whole. Um, yeah. I think that for us, uh, we can be inconvenient, but mm. I think that for um, um, uh, for many people um, um, who own uh, things like businesses, um, it's been a huge, huge negative impact. Yeah. Uh, the second one maybe is policing. Um, I yeah. think that it's something that we've never really come to terms with, as into how does one conduct or how does one create um, a kind of um, broader, appropriate framework to make sure that um, uh, things don't happen the way that they do. Um, uh, and then third one, I think, would be justice. Um, mm. in that we have to think quite differently about how we go about doing it, what we mean by it. Yeah. Um, but the most important thing, though, is that um, it seems like that every year we sort of live, there are different rules for those people who are in power, and then there are different rules for, um, um, for all of us. Mm. Um, and I think that that idea of the fact that the rules are applied selectively depending on where you are, has a negative impact on how we perceive our own country. Um, and so I would say that uh, those three things mm. um, would be the ones that I would think of now. Yeah. Um, obviously, they are all um, um, and very important, uh, but I think that those are the three things that require uh, immediate, uh, uh, immediate attention. Very important indeed. Uh, Pravin Godan and Natim Mtetwa, failed to make it in the ANC's National Executive Committee. Do you see them surviving the reshuffle? Look, I don't know. Um, mm. And I think that the first uh, march, the first uh, thing that I would think of is no. Um, and the reason being that um, I think that the president, or probably any president, um, will, um, um, will have to balance certain things. Uh, yes. The first one is how do you balance keeping the people that you want there um, uh, because they're your friends or they are, you know, or they somehow are in your group and all these things. Uh, but number two, how do you keep those people who are not your friends but are senior in the party that you need and whose, uh, and whose confidence you need? Um, and so I would think that Pravin Gordhan is a person uh, who has got the confidence of the president, mm. um, but is no longer as senior in the party as he used to be, uh, which therefore, uh, long run, could make him a potential um, uh, uh, um, liability. 
especially within the context of the portfolios league. Um, uh, that has, for all intents of purposes, collapsed. Um, and I think that, you know, um, I think that anybody who has used a, um, a things like a train, uh, ESCOM and all these things, all things that fall within the broader kind of context mm. um, of his uh, arena um, have, have not performed in the way that would support the president. Uh, in terms of Natin Petra, um, I think that simply based on performance, um, performance in terms of uh, his, um, um, his portfolio um, and also in relation to um, how he's performed uh, within the context of, um, of his party, I don't expect him to be there anymore. Um, and so, yeah, so, so I think that to answer you, um, I think that for those two, uh, those two reasons, uh, I don't think that um, they will survive. But then again, you know, uh, politics is a long, you know, can, can uh, seriously surprise you. Um, so, yeah, so, so, so we really don't know. So, Minister of Trade, Industry and Competition, Ibrahim Patel, was sworn in as MP today, which then means uh, President Ramaphosa can add two names of non-parliamentary members to his cabinet. Who do you yes. see ascending to cabinet? I'm not sure, because I think that when we, when we think about a cabinet reshuffle, mm. it can happen one of two ways. And the first one is that all the existing portfolios remain. Right, so say there are 30 of them, right? And, and those uh, 30 um, uh, portfolios represent uh, um, um, and government and, and, and uh, the departments. Um, and then all you do is you, you, know, you move three here, if three leave, and all these things. Another way that it can happen is that you reconfigure the government first, meaning you, um, you merge things like uh, ministries or you merge departments um, with the purpose of either um, halving it or maybe um, somehow reducing it in order to save to all these things, uh, which means that you may have a person who may leave, but then they are not replaced because uh, some portfolio is then in turn merged with another one. Uh, That can happen too. Um, And so where we are at is that I'm not quite clear about how the president is thinking about this. But I think that if one is to look at the way in which um, he has approached reshuffles compared with the previous one, is that the previous president would create government departments, right? And then you appoint somebody, and that has, you know, long-term implications. I think that with the trend that we've seen with this president, is that he is reluctant to create new departments. And when he wants to add things, he puts, he uh, simply adds a minister in his office, um, which I think uh, gives him flexibility. Um, but then again, it also is a way in which he sort of approaches things by saying that, um, I'm not saying it's how he does it, but just from, from, uh, from how I see it, is that he'll say that, okay, fine, he will appoint his people, that is, those people who perhaps um, um, don't have um, a seat in, uh, uh, in Parliament and all these things, into the, into the presidency, um, uh, thereby enlarging it. Um, and then he will appoint those people who have perhaps ascended 
and um, in the context of the party and all those things to to the um, uh, um, portfolios as you know them. Um, and so, you know, uh, the way that I see it with him is that he probably won't change the way he does things. And so I think that um, what could happen, and I don't want to uh, sound like a, what's this, Sangoma, who somehow looks into the future. Hmm. But I think that what could happen in um, uh, um, in his case um, is uh, create a portfolio that is minister of and um, uh, of electricity, um, where you add a non kind of MP person there, um, and then you keep the current distribution evidence. Um, but then again, like I'm not sure, or we haven't really got an idea about how he's thinking about this. Whether it's about do you um, and do you um, uh, somehow um, reduce the government on the one hand, um, or do you sort of keep the way that things are, but then make it a um, a reshuffling of the chairs? Um, this isn't very creative, and I think that what doesn't help in this case is that there's very very little communication between the presidency and the press and the presidency and the public at large. Um, and what adds fuel to the fire there also is that there's very little, there's very, uh, little questions that are put to the presidency, which means that as members of the, uh, of the public, we are deprived of the opportunity to see how they're thinking about these things. So, um, yeah, Professor, um, is it a given that ANC uh, Deputy President Paul Mashatile will replace David Mabuza as Deputy President uh, of the country? I wouldn't say it's a given, but mm. I would say that that would be the convention mm. and that would be the expectation. Um, and that is partly to do with, uh, firstly, how things have been done um, and in the, um, in the um, uh, past, um, and um, um, two, uh, I think that there was a clear, um, what's the word, a clear desire for the former deputy president to resign. Um, mm. And I think that that only leaves Mashatile as the most senior member of the party after the president, which I think um, would mean that, yeah, it, it would, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't say automatic because there is no law that says that you know, and um, uh, a vice president should be uh, a vice president of uh, a vice president of the party should 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 be um, uh, uh, the same of the country. Um, but I think that certainly that is the expectation, and I think that it also could lead to this idea of um, how to manage the thorny issue of succession. Um, and I think that the the era of previous presidents is that they haven't managed their deputies very, very well when they come to the second term. Uh, the first term is easy because then there is no kind of, oh, um, um, there might not necessarily be a danger that you will be removed and, and, uh, uh, before your term ends. But certainly when it's come to the second term, if we look at Mbeki, look at Zoom, etc., um, is that the inability to manage a deputy well has led to a premature exit. Um, and so um, I think that in this case, um, uh, it, we sort of might see a kind of uh, a, a different thinking around that, um, uh, which could mean that giving Mashadile 
uh, firstly, a lot more power. That's the first one. Um, but most importantly, a lot more visible responsibility. Um, I think that could be the trend. Yeah, chatting to Professor Zole to Cholobe, political analyst, and the reason we're chatting to him, for those who don't know, is that uh, uh, this evening President Cyril uh, Ramaphosa is expected to announce a cabinet reshuffle. So, Professor, who is likely to play the role of Minister of Electricity? Is it uh, Gwede Mantashe or Mr. Uh, Gordon? It could be me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, um, look. Uh, um, I think part of the problems at ESCOM, or part of the problems with the energy policy as a whole, seems to be the incompatibility of certain people who are responsible for energy broadly. I think that's the first thing. And normally when you have the kind of instability of ideas around policy, nine times out of ten in politics, it has to do with people. Right, people who can't work together, people who have got egos and all these things. And my impression in this case is that there is an incompatibility between uh, uh, Mr. Mandashe and Mr. Gordon, on the other hand, right, um, for um, uh, whatever reason. And I think that uh, there's been fallout from that. Um, I think that part of the rate of exit, et cetera, has to do with that. Um, so, and if we then look at how the president manages conflict, um, and this is, you know, uh, uh, conflict, whether it's between uh, things like ministers, party members, and all these things, is that he really wants to take sides. So mm. he'd rather be the person who either, A, does nothing, that's certainly that, or else if he does something, he somehow, uh, uh, he somehow defers it in a way to try to keep both people happy. Right. Which means that when it comes to even the thinking around why even have an uh, uh, electricity minister in the first place is an attempt of damage control in the context where the two important people who have direct responsibility for ESCOM and for energy, for whatever reason, have very different ideas around uh, around how to move um, uh, how to move forward. Which means, therefore, that I think that we're probably going to have a different person who is going to be in charge of that. Um, and the danger with that is that you're going to have too many, what's the English word, too many cooks in a pot, right? Or too many cooks in a, 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 in a what's it, kitchen. Um, 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 and so, so, yeah, so, and so I, 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 I think that the, this whole idea that somehow you can take the word, uh, what is it, electricity, out of energy is some attempt at managing conflict that maybe has little to do with energy per se, but more to do with the people who are, uh, um, who are responsible for it uh, and their differences of opinion and all these things as into how, um, uh, as into how to go about managing it. Um, and so, and so, and so, yeah, and, and, and so I am, um, I am as skeptical as many people around uh, the utility of something like that, firstly. Um, but then most importantly, to now add a third or a fourth person into this whole thing, uh, I'm not sure whether that is going to take us anywhere. Professor, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you very much. Professor Zoletu Jolobe, the political analyst on Radio 2000.